everyone. Welcome back to the Lookover Ladies podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Larita. I am sitting here in Las Vegas, Nevada with our co-host, Jill Ashley. And on Skype, we have Melissa Polo from Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. And I'm watching her on Skype with our special guest I'll introduce in a minute. Very, very special guest. <laughs> and uh, they're eating guacamole. I'm a little jealous. But um, today we decided to bring on... Our special guest is my daughter, Ashley Nicole Maleo. Yay! Yeah, I get, <laughs> I get a lot of questions about her and, you know, <laughs> and, and how and what she's wild. been doing since her Real Housewives of New Jersey days and also how our relationship has changed today. So I know a lot of you also follow her on social media at Ashley Maleo. And you always comment to me what a lovely lady she's grown up to be. And she really has. Uh-huh. So, you know, many of you, you know, saw her as the typical rebellious teenager on the show you know with a yes, yes. her and I having a strange relationship <laughs> but a, really a lot has changed since then like she's all grown up now she's almost 29 years old this December 1st she's married to a man named Pete who we all love and adore and she has her own precious child now my three-year-old grandson Cameron Maleo he made me glamour kisses and, um, you know, our relationship has also blossomed. So she's an extremely talented makeup artist. I don't know if you've seen her work on social media, but she's she's incredible. She's also a social media influencer. She's host of her own successful podcast titled Making It Up As I Go and on her way to getting certified as a yoga instructor or yoga instructor. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't introduced you yet. So I'm like, my, has time changed? So Ashley Maleo, welcome. Welcome to the Hi. Lookover. Hey, <laughs> how you guys? Hi. Um, <laughs> you know, when you asked me, first of all, thank you for the introduction. I feel like I should have an acceptance speech prepared or something. <laughs> just like an Oscar worthy introduction. Um, Walk us through your life, the di- oh. the life of Ashley Nicole. Well, once upon a time, I ended up uh, in LA, and <laughs> um, I got I left Texas. I got off the plane in LA, and Jill Ashley over there picked me up from the airport, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Help me find a place to live." Cause I wanted to move somewhere. So <laughs> Jill was like, I'm picking you up with no plans. And then I think it was like the next day I went and like looked at an apartment and we walked in and it was the one I had had my eyes on. And we walked in and we're like, no, um, right. Jill, do you remember? We look at, like, yeah. We looked at some really weird places. The, the, the real estate agent that showed me this one apartment and it was the cutest apartment on the outside and on the inside. It was like, there was a round bed and they're like, yeah, you have to get a, they're like, you have to get a round bed. Cause that's the only bed that would fit in this room. And you have to like, you have to like, you have I don't to remember like that. Over. No, you had to like crawl over the round bed to get to where like a bathroom slash laundry oh room was. Oh. You had to buy like a Wi-Fi extender, just have like shit Wi-Fi. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And then like literally we're walking and like right on the corner, right by Runyon Canyon was this like beautiful, like apartment resort area with like a gym. And I was like, oh, let's look in there. And it was like, my apartment was a studio apartment. It was beautiful. It had like, it was so cute. I had like 14 foot ceilings because I was on the top floor. So like you would leave my apartment turn and it was the rooftop so like my patio was a view of a courtyard and the rooftop and then you could see like 
part of LA. It was like amazing. Um, And it had a big walk-in closet. And even though it was a studio, there's a whole separate area for the beds. You didn't see the bed when you walked in. It was like all kind of tucked away. Um, It was amazing. But you know, like when I moved to LA, I had an internship, not a job. And they told me, they're like, oh, you know, but it could turn into a job. And it did like two months later, it turned into a job. And I'm thinking like, I'm writing in LA. I'm, I'm going to be a writer, blogger, whatever. And I'm going to make all this money and blah, blah, blah. And I still had housewives money too. So I'm thinking like, you know, I'm living the life and I go on a shopping spree. I go to like Fairfax flea market to get all the furniture for my place. I go to Ikea. I'm like going crazy, getting all this stuff. And then like, I get my first paycheck from like working there. And it was like, I think it was like minimal two dollars. No, it was like well, no. My first paycheck was like seven hundred bucks, like for the month. It was like seven hundred bucks, and I was like, oh, this isn't good. And then I started doing, I started doing more, and then I was making like, I ended up making more um, month total because I ended up becoming a blogger for them and all this stuff. But uh, <laughs> like, I realized like, wow, I can't pay like rent at this place, like. I'm going to need to leave here like soon. So, <laughs> so these are good, valuable life up. lessons. I remember you sending me a picture of the dishwasher going, which side yes. do I put the soap in? <laughs> yes, because I, I never like, well, because no, do you, because I, I would, if, if, if in the event I ever washed dishes, I would always just like hand wash them yeah. with like a spot. Whatever, I had a dishwasher now. So I was like, oh, I have a dishwasher. And I thought I knew how to use it. And like I opened the thing and there it, it said like soap. Thought like, I knew how to like, use like, it. There's like two options. I did because there was, there was like two options on the thing. It was like, it had two holes and it was like soap, whatever. And then it, it said like another word. And like she still doesn't know. Word. And I still don't know. I still don't know. And I was like, where do I, I was like, where do I put it? Do I just like toss it in there or do I? No, Jill, do you remember? So when I first got the apartment, um, we, when I turned my, um, gas on my stove, you remember that? Yes. We were testing out my apartment and I hadn't turned the gas on or any of that yet. And then it must have not have been like off all the way or something. I told yeah. the story. It was on Housewives. I told the story when, <laughs> when you, whenever you FaceTimed me. And um, I didn't turn the gas off all the way. And I went to Jill's for like three days. Oh and I God. came back to the apartment <gasps> and it just reeked of gas. Yeah. I was like, I could have blown up like the oh whole building. Oh, my like, God. That's so scary. Yeah, it was so scary. I was like, no one Jeez. move. See, don't shuffle on the carpet. It was nothing. better. I didn't know these things that I were know, happening. Right? I would just call it be a pleasant conversation. I'm like, I don't need to know <laughs> what's going on over there. She's alive. She's good. Like, I feel like that was like such a. I was I was 20. I feel like that was like such a crazy yeah, time yeah. in both of our lives. Like, I'm so glad that you were there during that time. All right. So I know I've talked about this before, but I'm going to share it with you again. So my family and I, we just invested in some new luggage that we absolutely love. And I have to share this with you because we were really tired and actually becoming embarrassed of the state of our beat up luggage that I didn't even want to claim it a baggage claim. I was so embarrassed. So someone turned me on to a company called Away. So they offer this range of essentials that solve real travel problems. So I got their bigger size carry-on. It's called the bigger carry-on. They also have one that's just called the carry-on. And their carry-ons come in an array of colors. I got mine in navy. 
and they come in two sizes and two materials. So there's a strong yet flexible polycarbonate and also an iodized aluminum. So the bigger carry-on, it's basically the same as a smaller carry-on, except it fills more of the overhead bin on the airplane, you know, up to its capacity, which I need. So I'm going to remind you guys of some of the cool features that this suitcase offers. So first of all, it has a TSA approved lock on the top of it. So it not only keeps your belongings safe at the airport, to me, it's also a nice option to have when you know, you're going to leave your hotel room and your bags in there. And I don't know, you can never be too safe. I just don't want anybody going through my bag. So you never know. Also, my favorite part is that it comes with an optional ejectable battery on it. So you can use it to keep your cell phone charged. Like, isn't that awesome? Like you don't have to go stand at a charging station or carry around those awkward portable chargers. You can literally just plug your phone or your iPad or both into your suitcase. So it's always with you at all times. And the bag has four 360 spinner wheels wheels. So it makes it so easy to glide as you walk. So I am no longer tripping over my bag when the wheels lock up. So it is awesome. And the luggage itself, it's very sturdy and very lightweight. So, you know, just throwing it up in the overhead or carrying it up and down the stairs. It's not a heavy bag. It's it's perfect. So it also has these built-in compression pads. So it really helps me stuff more things in there. <laughs> and it has this mesh lining on each side of the suitcase with a zipper. So it keeps everything zipped in there and closed and keeps everything just organized, really. So I love that feature. And it also comes with a removable laundry bag, which is also cool. You can keep all your dirty clothes in there. So Away is so confident that their luggage is made to last a lifetime that they offer a limited lifetime warranty, which means that they will fix or replace your bag ASAP. If it ever gets damaged or you need any fixing to it, they will be there. They also give you a 100 day trial so you can live with it, travel with it, get lost with it, whatever. Like if you decide it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund. And guess what? There's free shipping on any away order within the contiguous US, Europe, and Australia. So for you guys, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash lookover and use promo code lookover during checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash lookover and use promo code lookover during your checkout. And enjoy. When I was out in LA, I was working for a company called Buzz Media and it later turned into Spin Media. So I was um, blogging for their website called BuzzNet and I was writing on their website that was called Cellabuzz. And I think they're still around, but the team isn't, like it went from being a team of like however many hundreds of people to like five people. Like it's a totally different experience now. But um, we were called Buzzmakers and it was like <laughs> me cool. and like however many people. And That's cute. it was fun. Yeah, like people would come in, like different musicians would come into the office and do like little private shows. And then we would like write about stuff. And then I, they were sending me to shows. Like I got to see like, Joe Jonas, like front row VIP type of thing. And then yeah. I started like having dinners with these people. And, and were like, you on the red carpet interviewing people too? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I did the MTV movie awards a couple of times. I did the American music awards. Um, and I got to like interview people and it was, it was just like so fun. And it, I feel like I needed it so bad just because living in LA too, there's so many, like I used to be starstruck over like everyone like they could have been an extra in like, <laughs> in like they could have been an extra 
then like extra, passed extra. away and I, and I would have been like, Oh my God, that was so-and-so. And like now and I can they're just everywhere. Less. They're just yeah, everywhere they're in the grocery everywhere. store and at in yes. and out. Like they're just everywhere. Yes. The number of times I saw Pete Wentz at Ralph's was like, I lost count. The first time I saw him, I was like, Oh my God. It's Pete Wentz. And then like later I ended up like, yeah, there's Pete. Like, so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's so, it's so, and it sounds like so douchey to say, but like, that's what it is. Because if you're not there, you're like, you don't pizza get it. Line, you're like, hurry up, yeah. Pete. I'm next. Move out of the way. Yeah. You just like, I don't care anymore. Like, it would take a lot for me to get starstruck nowadays. Like, I'm still, there's still like celebrities I would like to, there's still celebrities I would like to see what they're like in real life. Like, that there's celebrities that I would love to meet, but I wouldn't be starstruck. Like, now yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm friends with a lot of celebrities now, especially now, even with my podcast. Like, I have people on that I talk to, and like, not, you know, we all have, each other's number now and like I talk to people and it's like it, they're just people and that's why I like my podcast too because it's like that's kind of the point of of my show it's kind of like you know how we are just people we're having nice conversation and talking making about it life up as you go that's right go. Um, I love that name but, uh, yeah. I love yeah. your cover photo it's so cute yeah I genuinely love your podcast I really thank I, you Shout out to Sam Lennon photography she took it she's amazing wow <laughs> so cute but um but yeah, so I was doing all that, um, as you know, mom. So I was doing that, and then I had a my boyfriend out there at the time. Um, Santino's and then, snoring. So can you hear Santino? Him. Yep. I didn't. Where is he? <laughs> can you, you hear, hear him? him? It's like a freaking I pig. I miss him. Yes, we can hear. Him. I miss him so much. <clears throat> okay, continue. Um. Yeah. So then I had my my boyfriend at the time out there. We went through our breakup. And so, you know, I come home for like what was supposed to be a long visit. And then I was going to, you know, save money, go back out there. Um, And I decided I wanted to I got really into yoga around then. Um, I was always into it, but that's when I kind of really dove into it. And I lost a bunch of weight and I, you know, I decided I wanted to become a makeup artist. So I enrolled at Makeup Designery in New York City. And I was like a month out from starting there. And I was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to go to the one in in LA. There's one in Burbank. And so I was like, I'm going to go to the one out there. So last minute I changed my mind and I ended up going back out there and living with a friend of mine for a while. Um, So yeah, I went to school out there for special effects and all that. And it was so much fun. And it was just so cool because I got to meet a lot of like, like New York, they talk to a lot of people too. They have, you know, people come in to speak and there's different little you know, seminars you can go to. Um, but the one in Burbank, it was just cool. Cause a lot of them are like working like on big movies and stuff. And I got to go to this like seminar during Oscars week and it was all of the nominated makeup artists that year. So it was like Robin Matthews who ended up winning the Oscar for, um, Dallas Buyers Club. It was, um, Joel Harlow. These are all, I won't bore you guys. Cause I know these are all names of makeup artists. You guys don't know, but I'm obsessed with all of them. <laughs> I got, I got to like see them and meet them and talk to them. And like, um, so it was just like a really cool experience. And, uh, what's cool about mud for anyone listening that might be interested in going to makeup school, um, to this day, you know, so I graduated, that was in 2000, what, 13, I think 2012 or 2013. Um, I could go to mud in New York city. I could go back to mud in Burbank and sit on a class anytime I want. So if I'm feeling like rusty, like let's say, yeah, like, or, or for example, when mud first opened, the airbrushing wasn't really a, a used technique daily. So when new airbrush technology came out a lot, they off, you know, a lot of their students were allowed to go sit in on the airbrushing class. 
Um, so it's really cool. Like I could go back whenever just to sit in and yeah. that's something that's offered with their tuition, which is, I think really nice. Like seriously, um, if anybody wants Halloween makeup, like Ashley's your girl. Oh, <laughs> I think you don't I realize how sure. talented it's, you are. It's insane. I know you were crazy. always artistic and, but damn, I mean, it's really impressive. No. So I have a question. Do yes. you, uh, so that everybody knows, like you, you do special effects, which mm-hmm. we've seen on your social media channels, but do you do private clients as well? Or what, or do you want to do? Like, what's your big dream with your makeup? When it comes to my makeup, it's, I am, as I've gotten older, I'm definitely more picky. And I was actually talking about this with, um, mom, who, you know, Joey Camasta, Mm -hmm. he was on my podcast. Um, he does like Snooki's makeup and all that. And he's this kind of the same way as me right now. Like he's, he's down to do like, you know, celebrity clients. If there's like any fun projects, like TV film stuff he'll do, um, certain clients, like he's just, he's more choosy now. He's, he doesn't just randomly do like if someone's having like their, you know, like a wedding anniversary party or something like that. And you don't know, like he's, you pick he doesn't really do all do that. Now. And that, yeah, that's kind of how I'm at. Cause it's, I do have just a lot of other stuff going on. So I love being a makeup artist. I love it. I'm very passionate about it, but I do have other things going on too. And right now I'm just at a time in my life where as the name of my podcast goes, making it up as I go. Um, that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like, I like being in charge of like what I'm in the mood for. So I, I haven't said no really to anyone. I think you've yet, been that way since you were a kid lots. in charge yeah. of yeah. <laughs> child. I have to. used to her advantage, making it up as she goes. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. I've never been like, you know, even mom, you know, like I got into my number one school choice, even all the drama I went through with school, like I had good, you know, I had decent SAT scores and I got into the, my number one choice, which was at the time, um, LIM. And that wasn't the only college I got into, you know, I got, you know, I got into, I applied to, I think like, I think I applied to like 16 schools and I got into seven or something like that. It was like, and then some of them was like a reach. I was like, I'm just going to apply just to see what happens. Um, and but, but you know, at the end of the enjoy. day, it was like, yeah. And at the end of the day, it was like, you know, I started talking to more and more people. I had friends that were older than me. And there are so many people who are even still friends of mine that they went to college, they got their degree, they're in debt still, and they're not doing the job they wanted to do. So it's like, you know, I didn't go to college. I've gotten to work amazing events and things like that. I'm, you know, having fun with makeup and everything. I'm certified for that now. Now I'm currently in school. Um, like my mom said, to get my yoga teacher training certification. And I don't even think that's like the end of it. You know, I'm doing my podcast. I'm interested in, you know, along with the yoga, I'm learning a lot about anatomy. So I've considered doing the same nutrition school that my mom and Jill went to. You would love it. Um, You would absolutely love it. I just like having a lot of things like that under my belt that aren't seriously depleting my income, you know, but it's giving me options and it's like, you know, but yeah. I definitely enjoy, I'm definitely one of those people I enjoy being my own boss. Like I don't do well in an office setting. I don't, you know, I, I like you it. You do well with rules. Yeah. She's, yeah. Her, she's her own <laughs> boss bitch. She wants to make her own rules. I, and do, I think if you bitch. know, like, I think if you know. What, you're successful at doing that because you're, you're, yeah. you have that, the strong minded child. You're very you strong. Strong. Yeah. And, it's, and it, it, it works it's what to your makes advantage you success- Yeah. It's what makes you successful. One of I think the best compliments, like one of the best compliments I've ever gotten in my life was from my dad 
Chris Larita, uh, that's <laughs> that dad. I have two. Um, but Chris Larita He's once said, uh, yeah, we were all sitting down having one of our annual like kitchen table talks. And <laughs> he, he said that I have balls. And he's, and, and he always says, he always says that when we're talking to people about me or like my past and current situation, whatever, like he's always like, Ashley has balls, like Ashley has balls. And <laughs> it's so funny. Cause it's like, but to me, I love that compliment. Cause that yeah. is kind of how I am. I'm very like, yeah, I do have I balls. Have balls. I do have you're balls. no you're very passionate oh, she's the no the thing here's the thing she's very <laughs> passionate and she's very headstrong about the things that she's passionate about and yeah. she does not give up until she until she gets what she wants yeah yeah and I'm very good at like like I separate like friendship from business and everything too and I, you know like yeah. my, on my podcast I have um, you know, my sound engineer, Brian, he's amazing. He's great. And yeah. we've had, so, and he's one of my great friends and we've had talks too, where I've been like, Brian, listen, I'm about to be a bitch right now. And then like, I'll kind of like say <laughs> oh, here certain comes, things. Here it comes. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, all right, we're good. Right. Okay. We're good. We're good. You coffee. Yeah. So you're <laughs> so not it's afraid like, to speak up. Like, you're not afraid to share yeah. your opinion or speak up or have your own opinion or, yeah. you know, like that. So I, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, cause a lot of people too, like, I think school is important. I'm going to put a certain amount of pressure on Cameron to go to college but at the same time, I don't think it's like a make or break it kind of deal for people. I think a lot of people feel like defeated that they don't have a degree. And it's like, you just got to have that like, like passion for something. power and passion for something. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's the drive even, to get it done. And, uh, again, it another thing like what, um, like what dad has said before, he's like, I don't care if you shovel shit, you go out and you'd be the best shit shoveler. Yeah, it's true. What you do. But just yeah, do and I was like, you just gotta work, and you know, it's like I always, what I do, I I look at people that I like, like I look at certain celebrities, and I'm like, all right, what did, what do they do? What's their origin story? What did you know? And I look at things like that, and I kind of just like apply it to my own life, Use and a lot of it, yeah, a lot of it is like trial and error, and I think listening to advice is important, but I think Experiences. at the end of the day, you gotta live it on your own. Like so many times I've gotten advice from my parents, as you've even seen on television, what I should and shouldn't do. And some of the things I didn't listen to their advice and it worked in my favor. And some things I didn't listen to their advice and it didn't work in my favor, but it's right. like, you don't know. It's, it's like, all a learning lesson. Yeah. I think like as yeah. parents, like you, you kind of take your learning experiences and you're like, Oh, I don't want them to go through what I went through or I don't want this to happen. And I can kind of foresee like if they do this, this could happen because that happened to me or that happened to someone I know, or, you know, yeah. you think you know everything as a parent because you've experienced it. But sometimes like that was, you know, like my journey, my experience, but everyone has a yeah. different journey and different experiences in their life and they learn differently. So you know, you had to go through, it didn't matter what I said, you had to figure things out for yourself. You're the kind of person that you had to live through your yeah. own experiences to figure out what's good for you and what's not good for you. Cause what I might think yeah. is good for you is not good for you. You know, you might not feel and it's even, good for you. <laughs> yeah. And even still, like if I were to, if I, if I had a time machine and I could go back in time in the sense of like, like I would still go to LA knowing whatever, I would just make smarter decisions out there. Like 
I would still go to LA, but maybe I would get the apartment where I needed to get a little round bed. And it was like very affordable or whatever. Or you could have just, you could have just stayed living with me for a little while until you figured it out. Like, or, or maybe I wouldn't be taking like Ubers everywhere or like eating at expensive LA restaurants all the time in the beginning. And like, you know, yeah. maybe I wouldn't have say, two dogs. They say there's I, no there's no failures in life. Like it's all like yeah. experiences that you learn from and you take that into yeah. your next thing. But that, see, that's like so so important that you say that. But you yeah. have now that expl- you've lived yeah, a high I, life I, I, it that was you great. had to get I, that out. That was my college for me. While yes. my friends were in college, I was living in LA, right. hanging out with like all these celebrities, half of which are now still friends of mine. And it's like, it was awesome. So some people might look at my time in LA and be like, well, you didn't build anything for yourself. You didn't do anything like that was a failure. But I look at it as like, you yeah, you know what? I definitely failed in some in some ways. Like I could have been smarter with some of my decisions, but, but I, you loved it there. I, I yeah. don't regret any of it. Yeah, I yeah. don't regret any of it. Was it. A good I, networking I made, experience. I made lifelong friends, like lifelong friends. I had, you know, so many experiences that yeah. I couldn't have imagined. So it's like I don't regret it. But yeah, it was like I came back, though. It was like I was there from age 20 to 23. I came back when I was like 23, 24. And then it was kind of like starting over. It was like, all right, now I have my makeup certification. What am I going to do? So I reached out to Lauren because Lauren had uh, cafes at the time. It's now called Full Blown, but she had cafes. So I started working there with her. And I realized, you know, I wanted to work even more. I got interested in brands. So I started working for It Cosmetics. I then got poached by Smashbox Cosmetics. Um, and then I got poached by Makeup Forever. And at one point I was working for both of them and then I had to decide. So I decided to go with Makeup Forever just because they had, um, Makeup Forever has their own special effects line as well is a, instead of just beauty makeup. Um, so I was with them for a while. Um, then I got pregnant with Cameron. I worked all the way up until, well, what I, I thought I was gonna have like a month off but then I literally my water broke like a week later like not even a week later I think it was like three days later my water broke I worked up until like the very end it was such a cool experience (laughs) for me to watch you give birth that was really cool Oh my god! I, <laughs> I wasn't allowed. They 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 were like, "You're not allowed to film in here because you know." The, I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not. I'm just holding my phone up." Like I, <laughs> I was like, right, I'm taking a picture. I'm taking a picture, but I'm like sneaking a video in there. They're like, "You're not." I know you showed no between that. Show, and me both of you at showed her. me this video. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is like, like old wow, school." I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really cool. You know, she married her best friend and now- Yeah, you guys were best friends first, right? Before you went like in high school, right? Um, I had just I had just graduated. We met like I'm trying to think, when was it? We met February two thousand ten. So I hadn't wait, no, two thousand ten I had like just graduated high school and then we met that February, um, on our way to a John Mayer concert. <laughs> and yeah. you guys were always friends like in between while you guys were dating other people and everything and you guys no, we always were always friends. yeah we were always best friends um and yeah it was like he would complain to me about his girlfriend I would complain about certain things with my relationship at the time and then like and then I was single but he was had a girlfriend and then he was single but I was back with my boyfriend and then whatever and then there was like a whole year where we were just like 
we were essentially dating. Like we were going out to dinner almost like every night, going to, going to concerts, going to sporting events, like just the two of us hanging out at night at like each other's houses, whatever. And, you know, but he would be like on Tinder. (laughs) He would be, he would be like on Tinder. He would be on Tinder. And you're on Pinterest planning your wedding. No, no. No, I would be like on Instagram stalking my ex. He'd be on Tinder. Like, <laughs> he'd be on Tinder just like swiping right. Like and um, one night uh, after a while of doing that. Oh, and that whole year we, w- we would. So Pete and I would like hook up um, <laughs> like we would have sex and everything, but we wouldn't talk about it. <laughs> like that didn't like happen. we would. Like, no, literally, like, and I'm talking, like, immediately after. Like, we would have sex, and it would be great and everything. And then we'd, like, put on a movie, like, even, like, just. Like, you guys were friends again. Yeah. (laughs) Like, nothing happened. And we wouldn't, and we would not address it. We would not address it, like, at all. And then, and then, no, literally, because I didn't want to ruin our friendship at all. I was like, no, I can't. I was like, I can't, like, have my ex-boyfriend be gone and then lose my best friend too, who I also like had a crush on. I was like, I can't have both of them not be like in my life. Um, so I didn't want to ruin it. And then one night we were out and we were just having a really good time and we got back in the car and he literally looked at me and he was like, will you be my girlfriend? Circle yes or no. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. And I was like, I was just like laughing and I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's so, I know, cute. so cute. And now you have and this. And it took, Aww. Yeah, no, and it took a while to get used to, too. Like, I remember it was, like, that night, we, you know, we made it official. And then, like, the next day, we had gone to the mall to go. And we, like, went to dinner somewhere at the mall. We were walking around, and there was, like, couples, like, holding hands and whatever. And we're, like, do we hold hands now? Like, this is really, really weird. <laughs> <laughs> we can have sex, but, but then, I don't know if we can hold hands. <laughs> no, exactly, though. And then fast forward, you know, fast forward, it's like, you know, going to Texas with me, visiting my family there. And now, you know, when you went to Texas, like, he asked your dad if he could marry yeah, you. Yeah, well, we, and we, after like two months, we were talking about living together. Yeah. So it was like, you That's know, so it was just kind of like we knew it was going to happen. It's such a good Why story. Yeah. It really is. I know. Why can't That's you move here? Bad. Oh, don't get me started. I know. Jill is recruiting over there. Yeah. I always am. <laughs> Mom, you need I to, try. I'm not allowed to ask anymore. Well, I am, to, so I'll ask for you. <laughs> no, uh, I not anytime soon. But I love it there, and I want to visit as much as I can. But not anytime soon, sadly. Can I just talk with you girls for a minute regarding your your makeup and personal care products? You know, when my son Nick was diagnosed with autism, I did this whole in-home cleanup on literally everything we were eating, drinking, breathing, you know, storage containers we use, the cooking, the cleaning products, um, everything that even that I was putting on his skin, like shampoos and lotions and things like that. And I tried to do the same. I, I was actively seeking cleaner, better for you products. But the two things that I had a really hard time switching out and I still have a hard time switching out is my makeup and skincare products because you know, being a licensed cosmetologist, I really appreciate, you know, beauty products and things like that. And I just like what I like. But I recently, you know, I had been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's hypothyroidism. And then I got my certification as an integrative nutrition and holistic health coach, um, also in, you know, functional medicine and toxicity and all that stuff. So I am so much more aware now more than ever of all the potentially harmful ingredients that you find in these products. And, Now more than ever, I'm seeking out 
products, you know, to avoid these ingredients. So my question to you guys is, do you girls worry about the ingredients, like the potentially harmful ingredients that you find in your makeup and your beauty care products? Oh, of course. I mean, I became conscious when I was pregnant with Axel. I even like did extensive research. And did you guys know that the United States has not passed a major federal law to regulate the safety of ingredients used in personal care products since 1938? Isn't that like crazy? crazy. Wow. I mean, you know, you know, I travel to Europe every summer. They have banned close to 1400 chemicals in their product formulas of personal care products and restricted the levels of over 250 more in such products. The United States has only partially banned 30 to date. What the hell? Yes, that's what we're living with. That other countries get it, but ours is uh, we're, we're barely we're partially delayed. banning anything. <laughs> time to, yep. time to fix kinda that. It's kind of scary. Yeah. It Jill, is kind of scary. You, are you concerned, Jill? And for me, as being a certified integrative nutrition and holistic health coach, I'm always aware of everything that I'm putting in and on my body. I always look for clean beauty and personal care products. Yeah. So yeah, I don't definitely. know um, what makeup and skincare products have you guys found you know, that are um, considered, you know, clean products. Cause I know I found a brand that I love and it's I really love uh, beauty, beauty counter. Beauty counter. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys know the brand um, for, yes. our, for our listeners that don't know what beauty counter is. It is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started back in 2013, and they have been disrupting the beauty industry by really shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products that we use every day. So today, Beauty Counter is really is the leading clean beauty brand, creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than, you know, their competitors that are out there. I love that they make products for the whole family. I've even used some of the products on my 11 year old stepdaughter who, you know, is good. She's 11. So she's going through all her changes. I trust them because they have a rigorous ingredient selection process. They are advocate there. You, if you read about them, they're advocates for health protective laws for the beauty industry. They've actually, um, push so much on a both state and federal level. I love that they do that. Yeah, it's incredible. They're fighting hard for us. Yeah, I love the beauty counter for their clean promise. What they mean by clean is that they have over 1500 questionable ingredients that are never in their formulations. They call it their never list. Everything from moisturizers to makeup, cleansers to sunscreen. Beauty counter is at the forefront of using clean ingredients to create products that are effective and they actually really work. So I recently was looking on their website and I found that they launched this new product. You know, I'm in my thirties and I want to, I want, I've heard so much about retinol and how prevented it, you know, how it works to prevent. So, um, they start, they launched this counter time collection. It's a safer alternative for retinol. It keeps your skin youthful and hydrated with plant-based ingredients. Um, I really love that. I think that I I definitely want to try it. And and the most important part is that you always hear retinol. It's it's like scary when you go into the sun, but this is it. You don't have to worry about that with this product because of the, it's less harsh. 
Ooh, I love that. I know I use their, um, I think it's called counter and Lotus glow cleansing balm, uh, especially here in the desert because it hydrates you while it cleanses and it removes your makeup and impurities and all that. But they use like really nourishing ingredients like Lotus mm-hmm. extract and jojoba seed oil and avocado seed oil. So I feel like it doesn't strip my skin's natural moisture. And sometimes I'll even use it as an overnight hydrating mask. Like I'll put it on and go to bed and I just wake up and my skin feels amazing. It's just really soothes my skin and you know just leaves it with this gorgeous glow yeah it's called the lotus glow cleansing balm it's awesome i love that you actually say these those ingredients you sound like um a real health coach (laughs) (laughs) where i'm just like where i'm just like it's my skin looks so bright and it looks so smooth you're like yeah they use all these ingredients i love that that's awesome i've used the overnight counter um it's called the the overnight resurfacing peel. Mm, like yeah, I said, I, it makes, it actually makes my skin brighter and clearer. And I feel like I have a smooth complexion. Like I'm not worried about, do I have to have like my BB creams or my foundation on just to like run to the gym? Because I always feel conscious of like my skin without any makeup, but it's really good. I'm actually wearing their uh, tinted moisturizer right now, the Dew Skin, mm. and I love it. I like it, the sound of that. Yeah, it goes on so smooth and nice. You guys would love this. It also has an SPF. Yes. And it gives you like that dewy, glowy look Mm. without looking shiny. Oh, I love that. You know, sometimes those moisturizers are too moisturizing and and you look greasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I love it. And, and the best thing about it, because with aging skin, you, you have to be really careful about what type of foundations you're wearing because it sets into your wrinkles and sets into your pores. And this doesn't do that. Mm. It's still hours later. It looks dewy and glowy. I, I absolutely love this product. I'm definitely going to try that sold, one. Jill, sold. You just sold me on that. That was good. That is awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> I also really love their mission statement. Their, their mission statement is to get safer products into the hands of everyone because they believe that beauty should be good for everybody, which, wow, you know, that. it's true. That's it's so We, good. we yeah. always talk about what we're putting in our body, but it's also important about what we're putting on our, our body. body. Their largest our body is our, our largest body. organ and people don't <laughs> realize skin that. is the largest mm-hmm. organ of our body. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys, our listeners, want to find out for yourself why Beauty Counter is the leader in clean beauty and explore their counter time collection for safer skin care. All you have to do is go now to beautycounter.com and see all the cleaner and safer products that you could be using. That's beautycounter.com. Ashley, now that you're a mother of a beautiful little boy, like has your, you know, vision of motherhood, is it what everything you expected and more? Did it change the way you look at your mother? Is it more challenging than you thought? Like what do you... And you had quite a journey was, with him. I want you to talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, all the things that I thought were going to be really hard weren't. And all the things I didn't think about were hard. So, like, I was very nervous about, like, oh, like, how many diapers am I going to have to change? And am I going to be able to, da, 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 And, oh, if he, you know, burping him and making sure he's okay and eating the right things and da, da, da. And all of that came, like, fairly easy. But things I didn't think about, like, okay, showering, like, this is really hard. Like I have to set him up on like this boppy while I try to shower while I'm still like healing. Like, and then it's like, oh, if he starts crying, I, do I just let him cry or do I have to like get out of the shower and help him? And <laughs> the, you know, things like that. It was like little things like that. I didn't I, think of. I slept in you your know? room with you guys in the beginning. <laughs> I know. 
Yeah, in the beginning, and I've, I've talked about that before on my podcast, I had what they call baby blues. So I had a really hard time with him, like, being outside of my body. Like, I had a very hard time. It was like, um, I was very afraid. I was, I had just done too much research and too much Googling. And so I, I was thinking of stuff like... Checking him for you know, breathing every minute. And yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so I even in the hospital, they're like, Oh, we can keep him in the nursery. And I was like, Nope, I want him right next to my bed. I don't want to take any chances. I want him next to my bed, but come check on us. And the only time he was away from me is when they had to put him, um, they had to put him under a UV light cause he was a little jaundice. Mm-hmm. Um, and even during that, I was trying to get out of bed to like walk to him and I would watch him in there for a, a while. And you know, You're, you um, really are an ex- exceptional mother. You're very attentive and very, sweet with him he's my best friend yeah. you he's are like, I love I love I watching love how much you love him like yeah. you're just so in love with him I love it you're so good with him I and am. so on top of things that um you know you've been great so yeah. our boys are on the same age or a year apart and what you just said and I have multiple friends and you probably too that are, have babies around the same age we're fearful of that there's so much out there now and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to google and scare the shit out of you yeah where before my mother didn't give a shit like you cry you're crying nobody nobody really (laughs) had the fears yeah car seats weren't even a thing Uh in the past yeah i feel like you think we lived in like under the rock like it's all still the same wait Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about you guys. Yeah, Jacqueline could be your car. mom. <laughs> like the, I had a bottom to Wait. my car. I like. I'm, I'm talking about my mother, who's 60 it. years old, <laughs> and she and her and I have spoken about this yeah. a long but time. But you're not far off from Ashley's age, so it was around the same time. <laughs> Ashley, tell us a little bit about your your journey with Cameron. Cameron, basically, I've. I've because of my brother Nicholas, I've just been a little like hypersensitive to certain things in regard to autism. You know, it's like I'm able to see things that I wouldn't have noticed before, you know, had I not had a brother on the spectrum. So Cameron was doing certain things that reminded me of my brother. Like, you know, he was lining up his toys in a row and I, I knew he was a little delayed with speech, but I didn't really think it was that bad I was reading like the milestone checklist and I was like you know he hits so many of these but there was a a good portion he wasn't too and then I'm telling myself oh you know kids develop at like different speeds you don't know Mm -hmm. blah 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 but then I would see him around another kid his age and it was just like too much he wasn't you know there was a point where he wasn't fully making the eye contact he wasn't responding to his name um lining up the stuff kind of like in his own little world. And so again, I was kind of like, not in denial, like I definitely was keeping an eye on it, but I was also like, all right, well that's, you know, they're his age, like, you know, whatever. But then when I saw him around kids that were younger than him too, like significantly younger, and they were like talking a lot more and like doing all these things. And like, even like with certain like gross motor skills, like jumping and like on their scooter and Cameron wasn't doing any of that. That's when I was kind of like, all right, I was getting a little nervous and his two-year-old checkup was coming up and I wanted to wait until his two-year-old checkup. But, you know, some people can get on it as soon as they start to realize something. But I was like, I'm going to wait for his checkup and see what the doctor says. And um, that was like, I didn't even have to bring it up first. That was like, the doctor was like, have you had him um, 
like, have you had him evaluated yet? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, we, we recommend you getting on the waiting list now because it takes a long time, blah, blah, blah. How long was the waiting list? Um, at the time, it was like two and a half years That's when I called. Insane. Yeah, it's disgusting. That's... And there's loopholes too. You can find doctors that'll get you in like immediately, but you have to pay like a stupid, stupid amount of money, which is just disgusting to me. Are so you... I won't. Is that, wait, what? Yeah. Two and a half years? To get a diagnosis. Yeah. How so, is that even yeah. legal? See, yeah, I had someone help me so... get, get Nick in earlier at the time, and it was still so you had a three hookup. months. You have it to was have still a, a three month waiting list. Yeah, we tried to get Ashley. Three in. months, okay. Yeah. Three months is yeah doable, but two and a half years, the kid's gonna be like they, it's, this it's is yeah. getting worse and, and worse. a lot of yes, and every state's like every state has different laws and different rules too. Mm-hmm. So like in New Jersey, I'm lucky because if they're evaluated with like this certain, I, I and my, my mom's more educated in this than me. I was only like half paying attention to some of these things. Right, so I'm not gonna right, lie. Right. Well, it's um, different until it affects so you. I forget you know? yeah. so hard. Yeah. Yeah. So like there, there's certain, there's like a certain test you can, they can give and that lets them know, um, if they're qualified for early intervention, you don't need a diagnosis of any oh. kind to get early intervention okay, that's and early intervention. Isn't just for kids with autism. Like if you, if your child is hitting every milestone, but they're a little behind delay. with yeah, any, any kind on any level. Um, and, and they place them on that level and depending on what level they're on depends on how much funding you get for it. Some people can get it completely free. Some people only have to pay. It's like a sliding scale mm-hmm. based on where they fall and, and all that. So like we paid, um, Cameron had ended up, so he ended up qualifying, um, for early intervention. He, I thought he was, that was the hardest part for me. Cause I thought he was only going to fail the speech category. That I was, I was fully se- ready seven, for him. Seven there, uh, criteria, right? That they. Yeah, there were seven categories. He failed six of them, and I thought he was only going to fail one. So out of seven, oh, I thought he it was four. Six. He failed. What, whatever the number was, I don't know how many there were. Yeah. However many there was, he failed all but like one. Wow. It was all but yeah. So even and the one that really got me was the one that was um, cognitive. Like yeah. it was like cognitive, whatever. He was delayed there too. And I was just like, I cried and yeah, cried. That's the hardest. And cried. When you see that on paper, that is the hardest for any mother to see yeah. about your child. And they even said, though, like they said, they're like, listen, like, it, like we've seen so many kids like respond so positively to early intervention. And sometimes, too, and they admitted this, like sometimes they'll score them worse so that they can get, get the them services. that help for you to get mm-hmm. the services. For you so they're like you know just wow. don't take this to heart like they like and they are so good like i recommend if you live in new jersey like i highly recommend early intervention just because yeah, they're they so great. good like, yeah and um so where we got lucky also is uh cameron was in daycare at the time so we were um you know he was in daycare twice a week half days and after when early intervention was coming to an end um oh so he ended up he was in early intervention he was getting it Five days a week, uh, three times a day. With ABA? Uh, two, yeah, and it was speech. ABA therapy, APA therapy, speech therapy, and occupational therapy. He made so much progress during that time. It was, like, yeah. crazy. Cause, and, and it's such a, like, very key. Like, if you're, if you're going to go through with early intervention, you need to follow through 
when they're not there on the stuff that they're doing. You can't just have it be like they come and that's your yeah. kid's time with them. And then that's it. You got to like really pay attention to like what they're doing mm-hmm. with them and like follow through and do it like At with your kid well. because yep. yeah, so very important. we were doing that and I got, I hit the lottery because my mother-in-law also, that's kind of, she, she was in education, early child development. So she was able to kind of like apply some things too whenever I was at work yeah. and stuff like that. Like, you know, um, so you have a lot of support. Yeah, it was really good. And, uh, so, you know, he, we go through early intervention. I'm like, this time has been great. He's improved so much, blah, blah, blah. And then we go to take another, it was like his exit evaluation. And that was to see if he, cause once they, once they turn three years old, they go from early intervention to the state. So then the state then has to provide, um, like a program for them. Right. Mom. It's like, they have to provide yeah, a, when you uh, go to the public school, they do another evaluation there just to see if they qualify for any services. They through qualify. The school. Mm-hmm. So, so we did it again and then he still like, didn't do well. And, and of course it was like for, for three of the evaluations, he was in like, I don't know what was in the water or the air <laughs> or what, but like those three days, one of them, he, he was so bad one day, like just screaming, tantruming, wouldn't sit still so bad one day that we had to leave and like try again another day. So yeah, it was really frustrating. He was really bad with like throwing toys and all that. Like he broke our TV over the summer just from throwing a toy when he was mad and it like shattered our TV. It was like- So you were dealing with um, some meltdowns, some language delays. That's so much stress on you. I mean, you, cause you don't, you want to fix it and you don't know how. It's hard to see. Yeah, it's it's hard. Well, Cameron's problem and he's gotten better at it he has like so and i do credit that to early intervention and now his language has just exploded um yeah he uh he's gotten better but his thing is he gets his main thing is speech which is definitely improving and he he goes from zero to 100 really quick so if he's let's say he's playing with like he has these toy dinosaurs that he likes so let's say he's playing with his dinosaurs and he'll be talking like so he does the imaginative play he wants me to play with him yeah, he wants me Shared to play with him. Mommy comes, mommy comes sit, like mommy comes sit, and then he'll have like a green dinosaur, and I'll have an orange one. And he'll be like, "Hi, orange," and I'll go, "Hi, green," like, <laughs> and we and we like play with each other. But then let's say he puts his dinosaur down, mm-hmm. and the dinosaur falls over. He doesn't have anything to where he's like, "Oh, it fell down. Let me pick it up and put it back." He's like, ah! Ah! like. <laughs> like he gets like like and so you have to be like Cameron calm down like breathe and so now like with yoga and everything too I'm teaching him like breathing exercises yeah, breathing and, and it's working that's for incredible. him yeah that's the breathing is working yeah breathing, that's, that you should take a note on that because you know I have Axel that's too and his biggest thing when he gets mad and throws a tantrum is he's he goes over to a toy and slams it. Yeah, that's like, I mean, yeah, like a typical like, two, three-year-old behavior. It's like the yeah. terrible twos, goes, the horrific threes. They look at me. Oh, like, yeah. He locks eyes and he goes, Meh. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I do right now? What do yeah. I do to that? And that's what's, that's what's hard for, I feel like, a lot of parents in general, too, because you're like, where's the line between this is typical something that really needs to be worked on yeah. and this is yeah. like typical for their mm-hmm. age. Yeah. So it's like, it, you know, it's hard, but, um, at the end of the, the evaluations and all that, they, they said to me, they don't think, they don't think from their experience, they don't think Cameron, um, well, has autism, but two of his, 
two of his four, did he have four third? He might have had more. Wait, hold on. I have to count in my head because I don't want to offend anybody. It was uh, Kristen, Amy, Christina, Jessica. Um, he had five therapists total. And two of the five therapists said that they think it might be um, like a sensory issue. They think it's like a sensory, like sensory processing, processing issue. disorder. Yeah, which and, and recently I actually called my mom the other day about this because I was reading like a checklist thing about sensory processing disorder and Cameron only checked, it was, let's say it was like 12 boxes, Cameron was like two of them. So I was like, maybe it's not sensory processing, but it's something like, I don't think it's, he's, I do think whatever it is, he has the ability to outgrow it. And I don't think that's me being like a hopeful mom. Um, it's just, he has the things he has, it, it's, it's quirky, but it, he does do a lot of things that I know kids on the spectrum don't typically mm -hmm. do. Right. But I know even yeah. like, you know, the spectrum still consider, you know, like, so like, wide. Asperger's, yeah. like, like Asperger's is on the spectrum. Could he maybe have Asperger's? And is that, is that the case? Like, we don't know. And so that's why like people keep asking me, like I've had magazines reach out to me. I've had like online publications reach out to me. I know like Bravo has even written about certain things and they all, they're all talking about like, oh, is he getting a diagnosis? Is he what? It, what's going on yeah. with him? And it's like I don't know, and I don't want to. I don't right. want to share that until I know. Because yeah. why am I going to say now? Feel. Right. Like why? Why am I going to say now? Oh yeah, it's autism. They think it's autism, and then he doesn't have it, and then the internet is forever, and then he's going to get made fun of in school or something. Like oh, you have autism, yeah. when it's like because kids are mean. Yeah. So it's like, listen, if he has it, and people are bullying him. That's one thing. Because I'll fucking educate them immediately. <laughs> but it's like, but yeah. if he doesn't have it, it's like unnecessary. You don't want to put a label on him until until he's has an actual diagnosis. That's that's what we went yeah. through as well. And I would love to get to the point where it's not even like a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, he really but, has come a long way. And I, I love seeing that there's shared enjoyment with him and he does creative play and he's so sweet. Yeah. And he'll, he'll start like he loves songs. Like he'll start singing songs. Yeah, we FaceTime about every day. <laughs> yeah. He calls me kids. Because I refer to he myself as Glam and Kisses. So he's like, when he sees me, he goes, kiss. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm on the phone with anybody, he just assumes it's my mom. So Aww. like I could be on the phone even with Pete and he'll he'll be in the back seat and he'll go, Kiss <laughs> Like it's not kiss, it's daddy. He's like daddy Aww. like he'll say That's, like I yeah. wonder what he's gonna call you when he gets older. Is he still gonna call you kiss? Probably no. I think he'll probably call her kiss. I do. I think That's he'll how my kids kiss. are. They they called their grandma because their grandma used to call them little dollies. Aww. And so they called her grandma Dolly and now they just call her Dolly and they you know Zach. Twenty-three, yeah. so it's so that's cute. So cute. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I went by. So, you know, we'll see. It's uh, you know, so he. I mean, what he qualified for the school program. So what's great is it's free. So he he's now in school full time, nine to two thirty, um, or two forty-five. Um, and while he's in school, he's getting speech therapy, gross therapy, occupational therapy, uh. What did I miss? Wonderful, Mom, wonderful. he gets everything. Yeah, like, OTPT. <laughs> OTPT, they cook ABA. with them. They teach them skills. Like, yeah, music it's therapy. Like, they get <laughs> yeah, music therapy. There's like, they have a whole... Um, He's a great, yeah. What's it called? Like an adventure great room school. or whatever. So he plays with like little animals and things. Like, it's great. They get great. motor breaks. They get all kinds of stuff. Like, these. Yeah, and he loves it. Like, loves it. The first day of school was hilarious because I... So I drop him off. He... He 
had only been to the school like once prior. We did like a little tour. You were tour. so nervous I, about the transition. I was so nervous. I drop him off. He was, he did not want to go in. He was crying, screaming. I have it on video. His teacher and the, the aide, because he gets his own aide, um, picked him up. And you know, like when, you know, when you're holding hands with the kid and then you're like one, two, three jump. And then like they're in the air, they were doing, they were like holding him like that, but his feet weren't touching the ground at all. So they (laughs) were like, they were, they were literally holding him in the air. Like each, they each had an arm holding him in the air and he was kicking and he just looks over his shoulder and he goes, mommy. (laughs) And I was like, and I was recording it and I'm, and I'm just smiling so big that my face hurt. And I'm like, it's okay, buddy. You're going to have a good day. And then, like, the school door closes. And I was like, it's worse on us than it is them, yeah. for sure. I was crying. I was crying in the parking lot for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I went home and I had a cup of coffee. And then I was like, Oh, this is nice. Yeah, this is nice. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, like free time? Nice. I can go to the bathroom exactly. without someone bothering me. Out of the house yeah. for the day. Because like, before, like yes. he would only have. Because before he was he was in uh, twice a day, half days. So it was from nine to twelve, mm-hmm. and so I would like drop him off. By the time I'd get home have a cup of coffee, whatever. It's like I had an hour, hour and a half. Like by the time I got ready for the day, like I would shower, all that. So by the time I came home, showered, whatever, I had maybe an hour, half hour to myself. So I would like. I'd have to try to clean or that was like my only time to like, all right, let me watch a TV show or something. Isn't it hard to get stuff done with, with the baby? (laughs) Do they want your Uh, full undivided attention? You're like, even to go to the bathroom, even like you have to constantly watch them and your life like starts revolving around your child. And and Cameron's like, he's really good at like keeping himself occupied, but he definitely likes me playing with him more. And I'm very like active with him. So in the morning now, he's starting, like, I'm normally active with him, like, after school, mm-hmm. like, and during the day, I'll play games with him, I'll chase him, we do sports, we do, like, best all friends. kinds of stuff, like, I'm very, <laughs> yeah, he's my best friend, like, I can start crying, I love him so much, like, um, so, like, you know, we'll play, but in the morning, when he wakes up at, like, 6 a.m., mm. I just want to, like, lay there, lay there. Yeah. and he, and he'll, he'll he, now he's at the point where he'll just be like, come here, mommy, Mommy, come here. Mommy, come here. <laughs> and, he, and he like, come here. He, and then he starts going, come here. Come here. I'm like, where did you even hear that? Like he says it was like an accent. Come here. And then like, he, he won't mommy, stop. Mommy, please. Yes. <laughs> mommy, get that, please. Mommy, get up. Yeah. 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 And it's like he won't stop until I'm up. So then I have to get up and then he'll tell me where to sit down. He'll give me what toy he wants oh me to God. have. And he's then so we have to bossy. play. He is so bossy, but he's great with other kids. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like with my nephew, um, Pete's sister's son. So great with him and like kids in his class. Like he walked into school holding hands with another boy the other day. Aww. Like, yeah. Like he's just such a sweetheart with other kids kids so I'm like oh thank god but um the doctor whose waiting list we've been on um we found out wasn't they didn't accept our insurance um so it can get really expensive if that's the case so I basically we had to take him off that list and I had to find a whole other doctor at a whole different hospital and everything um so now we're on a waiting list again and it's like two more years (sighs) um so I don't you know I, I just want to know for like peace of mind. Yeah. I want to hear like, yes, it is. And this is, well, the good this is where he falls on that scale or no, it's not, yeah. you know? Well, so the good thing is you're still able to get services. 
Yes. And that's where I'm grateful because I have noticed like a lot of people on my Instagram have commented, like, how did you get them an early intervention? Like, how did, how did you get Cameron early intervention? Or how is Cameron getting these services if he doesn't have a diagnosis? How do, and that's how like, and I don't know how any of that research really works you know, mom, that's why I normally direct them to my mom. I'm like, ask my mom. I don't know. Um, but cause I know just in New Jersey, you don't have to have it. They don't, um, New Jersey school district, they don't need a diagnosis until they're, they have to, I think by the time they're five, they need a diagnosis. Yeah. So you New have Jersey's like great five years. Services. Whatever, that, that, so. I mean, New Jersey has the highest rate of autism and any other state. And I honestly, I think it's because people move there for the services. Why is that? I don't think that's that weird. See, that's where I think we disagree because that's what you think, but that's not that's not what I think because these kids are getting well. They're living here before the diagnosis, also. Like right. kids are getting diagnosed. No, here. no, of course they're getting diagnosed there. But I know I know and a lot of people that move there for the services because they they yeah, get such great but services but the there. Services the services are so great because it's so high. It though. Is so I there. do think there is. I do think there is an environmental yes, I believe that. trigger of some mm-hmm. kind. And, and I think it's the water. Yeah, the water. The, water. the yeah, underground I think it's uh, like, waste in certain yep, places. I yeah, do. I think that's a big part of it's it. It's a, a lot condensed of people blame- area with a lot of you know toxins. And autism is such a large range, yeah. right? So it's like... No two kids are the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, and now that it's so popular, like you said, it's so high here in New Jersey, some kids are, could it be misdiagnosed too? Like, they're just like, oh, he's on the spectrum or that one, you know, cause yeah. of all the signs. It's like anything they can't explain. Right? They're like on the spectrum. That spectrum. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah, right. So it is. That's true. how it is. <laughs> So that's why the I'm point like, is you know, he's getting services. Different. He's getting, regardless of, of a label being put on him, he's getting, he, he's the areas that he's struggling in, he's getting the help for. And that's what's and it's important. Working. Yeah. And it's working. Yeah. You're seeing so, like strides from when yeah. he started. So it, it's, and it's so great, but it, it's still hard sometimes. Cause I'll be like, I'll be celebrating that Cameron just sang the entire oh. lyrics to Hakuna Matata. <laughs> and then like, and then I go on and then and then I go on Instagram and my friend whose son is only a month older is like, Mom, are you drinking coffee? Can I have some coffee too, please? Aww, and it's just like the hardest Fuck. part when you compare it's like, to the peers. Because it's like I just wanna I I love getting to know Cameron every day. Like I love seeing his personality, like as he's starting to like things and not like things. Yeah, and gaming. I just want to like see it's gonna make me cry. Aww, oh. I know. Don't do that. I just want to like get to know him. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I just, you know, so it's like when my mom friends have that relationship with their kids already that are like younger, the same age, it's like, buddy, like, who are you? Like, come on, like, tell me, you know, so, and he is like, he is making progress, like literally every day. Like, I'm not just saying that, you know, he is, it's just like. I'm like, hurry up, man. Come on. <laughs> oh. No, I know. He's I'm doing like, great, though. He's like, it's full of personality. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely full of personality. So and I think yeah, you know better than really anyone, good. you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, and I'm still learning certain things myself. Like, there's certain things I do that I have to stop doing as far as, like, uh, like Pete, what was it? The other morning, Cameron was, like, he was just, like, screaming about something. He was holding this one toy of his and then he was just screaming he was like ah, ah, and Pete's like I don't know what he wants I don't know what he wants and, I, and I'm just like 
And I'm just like, oh, Cameron, here. And I grab, I knew yeah. like what he wanted. He wanted right. this certain thing with the toy yeah, fix, like a certain way. language and, he, and routines yeah, that like, you know. And I have to like, him. I have to stop doing that though and be like, Cameron, use You're your right. words. You what pull is it out of him. Yeah, because I'm so used to just being like, oh, he wants this, yeah. like quick. Everything's like, a lesson, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, that's one of the things early intervention teaches you too. It's like, you have to make yourself like slow down and be like, you know, pull it out of them. Yeah. Study. Yeah. I that's know. like baby language. Yeah, baby I only, language. I'm the only one that understands. And then, listen, and at the end of the day, I'm still like, I'm still a person and a mom. So there are days still where I'll just be like, I'm not. I'm not acting like, yes. And so then I break out the flashcard. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not like that every day. I'm barely like that now, but it's like, you know, it's, it's, like, it's still a really hard. Point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had my first mommy breakdown last Friday. What was it over? It was over because I forgot to bring the stroller into the mall. Oh, and no. I needed to get to the mall because I had my sister's baby shower on Saturday. And of course, I left it to the last minute. Oh, my minute God. To go You're all her, hot like, and sweaty trying to carry your child. Yeah. So, oh, no. Do you know what he did to me? He was what like he a monster. Like he, He's a monster. He, he was a monster. I was on the line. I was done. It was clicking out. It was swear. It was so quick. He wanted to run away from me, just run oh onto God. the elevator <gasps> in the store. Oh my God. No, I ha- That's yes, boys. I had to. Oh my God. Yes. And I was like, no, 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 no. I started using Santa Claus threats. <laughs> I was like, you're not getting any presents. Santa's not coming. Like, no, no. Santa's not coming. <laughs> I had his like, I had his jacket. Thank God I had the jacket. He would like slide away, slide like back. You know, when they pucker back yeah. and they slip oh, out of God. your arms. Yeah. Oh, yes. Dead weight thing yes, do. the dead weight. Oh. And he oh. slumps right out. I had his jacket, his hood ripped off <laughs> because oh, like, it was a zipper. Everybody, it's the baby store. Thank God everybody's like, we've all been yeah. there, but I'm yeah. still getting all the eyes. And I want to be like, oh, you know, when I like, stri- I finally sit him on the cast wrap. And I was like, put the credit card in, put the credit card in. <laughs> See, now me, because I'm so, because I'm so like, uh, you know, now I'm like, if I would have been in the store and I saw that, like, I wouldn't have even reacted. I would have been like, oh, he must yeah, be on the like spectrum. I was sweating. I was hot. Put, I had a puffer on. I was all red. I was like about to cry. I was like, please just stop. Please. That is how it is. Like, you get all hot and sweaty. Yeah. When we go somewhere like as a family, like with Pete, that's yeah. how Pete gets. Pete gets like, Pete gets like really um, flustered. Yeah, he'll really get like flustered. sweaty, flustered, frustrated. He gets nervous. He wonders like, oh, are these people thinking this way or whatever? Yeah. But I'm so used to running all these errands with Cameron yeah. that yeah. like I don't You're even tune it. it out. You I'm just so focus e- on your kid. Oh, yeah, you focus on like, what you got to do. Don't look at anybody. The best part of all of it was you want to hear what he did. I put him in the car seat and I go, mama didn't like that. And he knocked me in my face. <gasps> oh my oh God. My God. <laughs> he punched me in He's my like, face. don't talk oh to me God. like that. Boom. And I was like, I turned all red and I slammed the door and I was like, did this really just happen? Yeah. You're like, can I show the baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was icing on the cake. Oh my god! Oh my god. What is the mom days? Holy <laughs> anyway. crap! No, but it's true. I do. I can handle a lot. I was just stressed. It was Friday. I had to get to a dinner yeah. down. Everybody in the has that. Everybody has those moments. Yeah, but they, Dave finally saw his meltdown. One of the and he was like, "Is that normal?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's like." I'm like, yes. "Are you now? Why you're do you seeing think they call it right the now. terrible twos." Yeah, but three is worse than three two. Three is worse than two. That's what everyone is telling it me, is. and I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. It like brings its blessings. Well, two is joy. like no, 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 no. Yeah, everything. My, is and then three is like why, why? <laughs> and boys, they <laughs> always want to run. You. They want to hide from you. They think it's funny. Cameron is actually better now in his threes than he was in his twos. I attribute a lot of that to the therapies he's getting, yeah. though. Um, but his thing is he does the dead weight thing <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And his newest thing, this like this morning for school, the last three days, he's given me a very hard time in the morning before school. But like today, for example, he's like playing with his toys. I'm like, all right, bud, I'm, it's time to get dressed. Mm, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I love that I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, Cameron, no, like, we got it, we got to get dressed, we got to eat breakfast, we got to go. We have, we only have like 30 minutes, like, we got to hurry. No thanks. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go to, I go to pick him up, and it's complete dead, dead weight. weight. And oh. it's like, okay, or, or I'll go to, it's like I get him down, and I go to get him, get it, like help him get dressed, and he just does this like stiff body thing yeah. where like I can't even lift <laughs> his arms, yeah. to, like. And he's like stronger than yeah. Me. How about so when nice. you try to put him in the car seat and they're mad and they like oh do that God, stiff thing like, and you can't get it? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I can't strap him in. the car seat. I yeah. I put my hand when Cameron does that. I put my hand like right my on his like pelvis. Yeah, right and I just like push <laughs> him in and I and I, I like go over there sitting on him and. <laughs> Like a stranger, like if a stranger is passing me in the parking lot or the parking garage, they're probably like, is she okay? I am like, you just see me buckled in. You're like, oh my God. Why do they do that? Yeah. Just go for drives. And it's, it's one day it took me 10 minutes to get him in the car seat. 10 minutes. Yeah. Because I felt like I was like, I felt like everybody, because I was leaving his school. And you have to like stop too and take a yes. breath yourself. Yes. Like you close the car door and you're just like, oh, yes. 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 Right, you're like, I'm a good mom. Yes. Why do I deserve it? How, why is this happening? And then you weirdly, and then when it's all said and done and you're in the car and then it's just like silent for a little bit and then you feel guilty. Yeah. Like you're like, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I love you. Mommy loves you. So and it's funny. like, wait, I'm not sorry. You're an asshole. <laughs> like, I love you, but you're an asshole. Oh, my God. This yeah. is so funny. It's so true. So that's why. But stuff like that, though, like you sharing stories like that, too, I feel like social media for a long time was like, here's my perfect life. Here's my perfect life. Right. And so my original podcast with radio.com was called parenthood, etc. And it was all about talking to celebrity moms about like parenting, the realness of like, not, not just moms, moms and dads. So yeah. Like the realness. Like I want to know if Brian Austin green has had a nervous breakdown in his pantry also when the kids <laughs> are like all freaking out, you know what I mean? Like things like that. It's like, I need to know these things. Um, so that's how it started. But then, you know, I kind of just wanted to not only talk about parenting. And I feel like we are at a point now on social media where I feel like within the last two years, there was like all of a sudden, I don't know if you guys noticed this, all of a sudden within like the last like two or three years on social media, it was like all of these moms really were able to like 
shine and be like, I'm a mom and I'm more than a mom. I do this. I do this. And yeah. here, let's get honest about this. Right. And here, you know, right, people, let's be raw. people were talking more mm-hmm. about postpartum stories. It wasn't such taboo. Yeah. And people are getting it, braver. It, They're know, like, here's my cellulite. Yeah, here's my stretch marks. Here's my tacky boots. Yes. And my friend, uh, my friend is, uh, my friend on Instagram, uh, Sarah Nicole Landry. She, she has her own, uh, podcast as well. She's, she is like amazing. She, she, um, used to be like heavier and then she had lost a ton of weight and she was like super, super tiny. And then now she's like, you know, at her like healthy weight. And she talks about how like she put all this pressure on herself to lose weight. And then even when she was really skinny, she was still like unhappy. And then now she's like at this weight where she's comfortable. She has three kids. She's always showing off her cellulite, her stretch marks. Like she's beyond proud of it. And I love it. And I think it's really convenient that I had a child during a time that cellulite and stretch marks were trending. <laughs> I feel very, I feel very blessed. I was like, I'm sorry, bike shorts are in oh, and so cellulite is okay Yes. I was like, yes, yes, thank you. Perfect time to have a child. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, biker shorts, but, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. High waist biker yes. shorts. So that's how, my, that's how my podcast journey uh, began was because I wanted to talk more about parenting stories like that, like the honesty of them. Yeah. And now my new podcast, Making It Up As I Go, we still, depending on who my guest is, it's kind of, you know, sometimes we play games, sometimes it's more serious talk, sometimes it's, you know, it's kind of all over the place, like, yeah. like the title. I'm still trying to figure out what I want it to be. I generally love and, it. And uh, thanks. I think it's great. I think you're just getting all aspects of you. Yeah, and, and it's literally it like it's living up to its name right now. Right. And eventually I'll have like a formula. Like everyone I talk to is like, so do you have like a, do you go into this with like a plan? Like, do you, do you have <laughs> yeah. like segments? Do you talk oh, about nah. games? I'm just like, now, I'm making it up like, as I okay, go. Well, yeah. yeah. And I'm but like, I think it's easy. I think it's easier to do that with one uh, one show, mm-hmm. like what, like yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you're the host, and you can just like wing it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does. It ha- it's like good and bad. Like I do think I need to get a little bit more organized, but um, I keep saying that. But I'm already like seven episodes no, in, and great. I, I haven't. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I but love working for you. I love the banter of you and Chris on on uh, you and Chris. I love the banter. I love the banter of you and Pete on social media. You guys are hysterical. Oh my god, you guys are so. It's like you guys bicker all the he's time. One he's one of the like only a, person that makes me. Yeah, laugh he's like a like total that. comedian, so and you're always yeah. annoyed with him. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I will say this. I will say this. He has never posted anything that I haven't like given him permission to post. So like, like last night, last night, for example, he took a video. He just started filming me out of nowhere. I was like in the middle of like responding to emails and I was like, had that like double chin situation going on and he just starts filming me. And I was like, you're not allowed. And to I don't do even this. remember what he was saying. He was like saying something stupid as usual. And I was like, the Disney. I was like, can you, I was, like, you can't, I was like, first of all, you can't just start filming me. Yeah. Um, you know, second of all, he's like, oh, but I did, I did. And I am or something like that. Yeah. Like he posted it, but he showed me before he posted it. So I will say that. And I said to him too, I was like, you know, we should start putting out like different videos too, because Mm -hmm. like, you're just showing me as like this bitch wife that always is annoyed by you. But it's like, (laughs) you guys don't realize this too. By the time you guys see the video he's posting, he has been performing for like a fucking hour now. Shut up. So like, I laugh, I laugh in the beginning too. In the beginning, I laugh also. 
But when I'm trying to watch my show or get work done, and he's in the corner like, <laughs> I'm like, shut up, like shut up. And that's why, and that's why he takes out his they phone and then he records something because then he's like, all right, Ashley's done laughing at me. I need someone else to laugh at me now. <laughs> Dude, it's the funniest people to follow on Instagram. You're like you're seriously my favorite people to follow on Instagram. Like, oh, oh my god, wait, we're thinking about starting um, a YouTube channel. Oh my god, like little skits and stuff. Yes. Oh my god, it would be. Amazing. Well, I wanted, so I wanted to do a YouTube channel for like vlogging and stuff like that, just because I think it's nice to have. And I was like, oh, I can always incorporate it with my podcast and whatever else. And then he likes to do all those videos. I'm like, that's a place for you to put videos and you know, see where it goes. So I think it's great. We might do that. That would be so amazing. I'll, I'll do it. Do yeah. it. Do you guys it. together, like the funniest, like it could be a reality show on its own. Yeah, yeah. you guys are funny. So funny. It really is. <laughs> oh reality show. You're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Did I ever tell you what my housewife tagline is? Oh, no. What would be your housewife tagline? Um. Well, only if I was on Housewives of New Jersey, because obviously you're like they know you so it would probably I, I think it needs to be longer though so I don't know what I would say first it'd be something along the lines of like like you know what they or no 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 that was my old one what is it <laughs> it was gonna be like it was gonna be like I get my drama from my mom <laughs> like, like that. But I think it needs to be a little longer so I need to like say something yeah. first and be like I get drama my drama from, from my mama like a legacy if Ashley ever became a housewife on that show, oh, she will shit. not hold back. She would be totally honest and speak her oh, truth. Do it! Do yeah. it! <laughs> wait, wait, mom, really quick, uh-huh. really quick. Call my call my phone really quick. Why? Just do it. Just do it. Okay. No wait. pun intended. Just do it. <laughs> okay. Calling. Calling your phone. Ashley. <laughs> what? Show me. Oh my god. The picture that she has on the, on her phone it says oh mama. It's god. me screaming when I'm like, "Do it! Do it!" <laughs> It's that picture of when she was like yelling when, at that one, one girl. girl was like, I don't remember which her girl? name. The one which that girl? was like, she, it was Teresa's friend that came on to come after me, and she was like. What did she say? Like, I'll rage on your ass or something. I was rage like, oh, my God. I was that like, what, what is raging on my ass? Do it. Do it. And I went and sat it. on her because I wanted to see how you she sat- would rage on my ass. I'm like, what is raging you on your ass? sat on her. You I actually literally sat, sat on her. Because I was like, do it. Rage on my ass. Let's see what that looks like. That was the best TV moment of my life. Like, Let's see what raging on my ass looks like. Here's my ass. And she did nothing. Did you know that she made t-shirts? Yeah. She made t-shirts that said rage on my ass. Like she thought it was going to take off and be a thing. Oh we my don't God. even know her name. I don't know her name. I don't remember I don't her either. name. Girl, we don't even know I her don't name. She's name. irrelevant. Oh. <laughs> all i know is i but handed so her funny. my ass on a silver platter well, and pitch, she never like raged on it me? Sorry. No, me. <laughs> my voice keeps going up like in a high pitch Wait, really quick huh? really quick because i know you guys have um other things to talk about but I'm, i wanted to share like one more embarrassing story that happened to me actually i'll do two really quick this is like what being <laughs> what, what my life is like like in the morning okay. So the other day I drove Cameron to school and I, I drive a Jeep and it's a push to start. So the car, the keys have to be in the car to start it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting Cameron ready. And when I was putting his jacket on, I must have like put my keys like in his backpack or something like to get it out of the oh, way. I know story. So, he, he, so he goes into school. I leave my car running when I drop him off. So he goes into school 
I get in the car. I drive all the way home. Oh my God. Wait, no, I drive all the way home. I get out. I stop the car. I go, as I'm getting out of the car, I'd already turned it off. I get an email from his teacher. She emails me throughout the day. Um, oh, we found car keys for a Jeep in Cameron's backpack. I don't know if anyone needs these. Oh, so here's the problem God. there. You, you would, you would think, well, Ashley just grab the spare and go back. But my spare was attached to my keys <laughs> as well. No, the because, best part. Because, because I was like, I was like, oh, you know, no, but this is why I had work later that day and we sell these like keychains there. And I was like, oh, I'm going to bring it with me to work. So I don't forget to get it its own keychain. So that day, of course, of all days oh, is God. when I leave both the sets there. So I'm like, wonderful, wonderful. So I had to, to go text my up. cousin. Yeah, I had to text my cousin, Albie, because Pete was already at work. So my cousin, Albie, came and picked me up, drove me to the school. I get my keys. And you would think the story ends there. It doesn't. <laughs> um, so I not only have my spare attached to my keys, but the keychain it's on is it looks like an old like vintage hotel keychain and on it it says where are my fucking keys oh my god <laughs> so not only so the teacher teacher saw a keychain that says where are my fucking keys with two keys attached to it and then and then she had to give it to the people in the office for me to pick it up so I go to I go in to pick it up and and she's like, "Are you looking for your keys?" And like hands me the keys. I'm like, "Yes, As thank you." As you slink away. How yeah. embarrassing. And then and then what was it the other day? Oh, and then this is this is all week. There's sass to be. Is Mercury in retrograde right now? I'm not even kidding. No, but it was a full so moon. Then, Yes. So then yesterday, yeah, and yesterday I'm getting ready and I was like, oh, I'm going to do some like fun makeup for work today. So I literally had this like, it was like a iridescent, like light green eyeshadow, smoky eye situation going on. And I remembered Cameron gave me a hard time, so I didn't have time to pack his lunch. So I dropped him off and I was like, oh, I'll drop off his lunch closer to his lunchtime before I go to work. Um, But I forgot. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to go bring it to him now or he's not going to have lunch. So I had to leave in the middle of doing my makeup. So then I get to the school. I was essentially like in my pajamas still with this like green eyeshadow, no other makeup on at all. And I'm like, here's Cameron's lunch. Here's Cameron's lunch. And they're like, oh, okay, thanks. And then don't forget. And then keys. this morning. Yeah. And then this morning I drop him off and I made like a, I had like a little green juice that I made. And I, so I get out of my car, I put it on top of my car. I get Cameron ready. I bring him over. I and then I like I say hi to this one mom. She like waved to me and like I I like you know gave her a wave and then I went to like open my car door, but I was still standing too far away from my car. So like I put my arm out to open the door, but I was like four inches too short. Oh, so I was like grabbing the air. <laughs> and I was like and I and I <laughs> <laughs> and I did it like three times. So like I missed my door. It's handle, like you're trying like, to hurry and get times. in your car and you can't get there fast yeah. enough. Yes. Yeah. And then wait, wait. And then and then I finally get in the car and I go to drive away and the green juice falls oh, all out of my car. Oh my and, and I literally was just sitting there and I just put my hand like I put my head like slowly in my hands and I'm just like, why? So, so yeah, so this was fun. I want to come back. Absolutely. You should have been on here from the beginning. I know. What, um, (laughs) what are your, um, so if someone were to try to 
get a hold of you for makeup or follow you? What give us your social media, how to find your podcast, how to find what you're doing nowadays. Oh gosh. Um, so my Instagram is at Ashley Maleo, A S H L E E M A L L E O. Um, and from there you can really get to everything else. I have my like yoga account on there. I have my email address on there. I respond to all my emails myself because I'm OCD. I don't trust another person doing it. So, um, your, your yeah, I have on a whole separate account for that. You should yeah, follow Pete as there. well, I would say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Follow Pete. Sometimes they talk really to quick, each other through each other on the <laughs> Instagram. Really quick though. I actually had questions for all of you before I go, since you guys are the look over ladies. <laughs> um, speaking of my green juice, um, I'm now taking, as my friend recommended, it's like, it's a green drink, like in powder form. Like it's, you take a scoop of this like green powder and you put it in like at least eight ounces of water. And then that's like, it's supposed to be kind of like you're, you're getting all your greens in. How is that? Like, how does that benefit you and how is it better or worse than like juicing or are they the same or I would say it's probably better to juice because you're actually getting the real food form, but it's better than not taking anything at all. Yeah. I mean, always like real whole food when you're getting, you know, the fiber, you're getting everything, obviously whole fresh organic food is going to be your best, but it's definitely a better for you. You're definitely getting benefits out of it. So, yeah. That's what I figured. Cause right now I'm just trying to save where I can. So I'm like, all right, instead of spending, you know, whatever, like $60 a week, just on, you know, fruits and vegetables or whatever to juice. Yeah. It's like, I now have, I know, you know, I, I pay $30 for the month and I have my greens. I know for a fact that it works because I've been taking a green, uh, powder myself every day for the last like five or six years. And I noticed my skin was different, probably a month. Just give it like a month and see how you feel. And I was going to say, I've been doing it for about a week now and I I'm starting to like, it might just be in my head, like a placebo effect kind of thing, but I, I feel like I'm starting to see little changes. Well, you know what happened to me, which was so weird. I had to research it. Cause I'm like, what is going on? I started taking it. And the first two weeks that I took it, I was so tired. All I wanted to do was sleep. I was detoxing. Yes. But I mean, I can't, I I felt like I was pregnant. Like I couldn't even stay awake for two seconds. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I was detoxing everything. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So I know it works. That is amazing. It's important to get that in. And then my final question before I get out of here, uh, Melissa Polo. So I, my friend, um, used to have a store in Ridgewood called Gypsy Warrior. It was also successful online for a while. Um, she just launched a new brand about two years ago called Hunt and Orchard. And she now has a boutique in Westwood, New Jersey. Oh yeah. I saw you post so, that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I work stuff. there typically like three days a week. Like, you know, um, it's really fun. And one of my jobs there is when she gets shipment in, I'm like, I'm opening all the boxes. I price everything. I get it all out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the inventory. And, um, I like love everything and I'm noticing that she's getting in like, it's like snakeskin, camo, leopard, plaid, like everything. All the prints, like, yeah. like we have, it's like all black clothing and then those prints yeah. like specifically, those like a lot trends. of items of each. Like we have a rack that's like a bunch of leopard pieces, a bunch of camo, whatever. And I love it all. So my question is being that you're a stylist is there such thing as too much of one pattern? Like if I love the camo print, 
am, do I have a pass to get all the camo things I want or should I limit my wardrobe to just like three camo pieces or like what should I? Camo specifically will always be on trend. I love camo. Animal, not so much. It goes in through its cycles. So I wouldn't invest too much in animal. But camo forever. It'll always be like, I mean, my kid wears camo. I wear camo. Everybody, it's like a whole family color print. Yeah. Uh, But I wouldn't do too much either. Yeah. Because you kind of want to like, you don't want to put camo and camo together either. Or maybe a little printy camo top with like uh, maybe a stripe of camo legging. I don't know, something like that for work. You don't want to wear camo every day of the week. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 but we didn't get that. Yeah. And like we just got mm-hmm. it, for example, we just got in this, like, it's like this really cute sweater that's like, not, what's that material? It's almost like an eyelash type of thing. It's just so cute, this like leopard sweater. And then we got this leopard cardigan that's like the button up. And then yeah. we just got this big, it's like that teddy bear yeah, the, thing. Yes, it's like I a love long that. teddy bear is it, trench. Is it leopard? In leopard, yeah. And I'm just wow. like, I can't have like all of this. No, don't do it. Leopard, but <laughs> don't you're do like, it. don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Get, get something cute and call it a day. Yeah, yeah, because you're also, you you know, I mean, you're on social media, you're an influencer. How many you know how many yeah, items yeah. of the same thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need your help with yeah. that. I'll help go, you. I'm shop here. Together. I'm yeah. here for you, baby. <laughs> but um. All right, look over, ladies. Thanks for that advice. Thank you so much for coming Thank on, so Ashley. Much. I definitely would not want to have you on here again. I know. We'll take some more, yeah, you know, fan, so much fun. some fan uh, yeah, questions, we'll have questions and stuff for time. you from from everybody. We'll ask them what they want us to ask you because we didn't do that prior to. But these are just like the basic questions I always get about you. So I'm so glad you answered yeah. them. And then um, we'll round up some more and bring you on again. And we'll answer the ones we didn't get to. Make sure you subscribe and download and like and comment and review our podcast. We appreciate you. We love you. And we love you. Hope you're happy. Hope you're so happy. (laughs) Thank you for putting us on the charts again this week. Bye.